Today, Rinpoche completed the section on the six types of suffering and began the section on the three types of suffering, showing us how Jayan Sheba divides it into two categories, the first category from the viewpoint of a Sangha and the second category from the viewpoint of the Madhyamaka. <laughs> So, once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, and we're specifically looking at this section on training the mind in the stage of the path shared in common with beings of medium capacity. Uh, so, when we look at that section, uh, there are four categories under the, the, that category. Uh, so the first uh, category is the mental training. Uh, the second category is the measure of that mental training. The third category is dispelling misconceptions. And then the fourth category is uh, ascertaining the nature of the path leading to liberation. Uh, so those are the four categories uh, um, that are under the major heading of training the mind in the stages of the past shared in common with beings of medium capacity. So when we go to the first category, which is the mental training, uh, the mental training has uh, two sections. First, identifying the mind intent on liberation, uh, and then the method for uh, developing the mind intent on liberation. Uh, so after we go through the identification of the mind intent on liberation, uh, or renunciation, identification of renunciation. Uh, then we get to the second category of the method of for developing the mind intent on liberation or the method for developing renunciation. Uh, so that has two categories, uh, reflection on suffering and its origin, uh, and then, ref or, then the second category, reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent origination. Uh, so these are the two categories we find there. Uh, and then reflection on suffering and its origin uh, we find that there are two categories. Uh, first, reflection on the truth of suffering, uh, the faults of cyclic existence, uh, and then uh, uh, reflection on the process of cyclic existence in terms of origin. Uh, so the first category there, reflection on uh, the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence, uh, we find two categories. Uh, the first category showing the significance of the Buddha's asserting uh, the uh, truth of suffering as the first of the Four Noble Truths, uh, and then the second category of the actual meditation on suffering. Uh, and then after that, we then get into the, ac the categories of actual uh, meditation on suffering, and we find the subjects of the eight sufferings, six sufferings, three sufferings, uh, and so forth. Uh, so Rinpoche just said, uh, just a general about the actual meditation on suffering as a note. Deekson. Dunga <laughs> Uh, 
so uh, we have gone through the eight types of suffering, and we've uh, gone over that, and we've uh, completed uh, most of the six types of suffering. Uh, and now we're in the section um, under that six types of suffering uh, that deals with the um, uh, summary of the, the points that have uh, been made. Uh, so I'm just trying to find the exact page in English that that is on. Uh, Nietzsche, so it's 286-287. Uh, so it must be, I'm sorry, uh, 287, certainly. The Drutsum. Okay, so in that section, uh, I'm sorry, uh, um, uh, uh, the summary is the six faults comprise three types. Um, so it's uh, the three types of the six sufferings, or six faults, rather. 287. Do Kuala Yantayatos え、そうよ、ま、ごんごんがめっちゃ、ごめんちゃ。たんがそれ、ごめんちゃ、ごめんちゃ、ごめんちゃ、ごめんちゃ。ごめんちゃ、ごめんちゃ。ごめんちゃ
So Rinpoche said, if you have the English, follow along. Uh, so 287, thus, these six faults comprise three types. Uh, first, in cyclic existence, there is no secure basis that you can count on. <coughs> Second, however much you may indulge in its pleasures, they will not bring satisfaction in the end. And number three, you have been caught in cyclic existence since beginningless time. Uh, so the first category, in cyclic existence, there is no secure basis that you can count on. Uh, it says the first of these four, uh, first of these has four parts. Uh, there is no security in obtaining a body for you discard bodies repeatedly. Uh, so again and again, no matter what body we have taken on, whether it's a uh, positive rebirth uh, in the uh, gods or humans, or a negative rebirth, uh, uh, we will uh, discard that body uh, and then have another body uh, that we take on. So there's this process of repeatedly uh, taking on bodies. Uh, and then casting off bodies. Uh, so uh, this is uh, the reason uh, for number one, that there is no security in obtaining a body because you again and again uh, um, have, uh, whether it is a good body or a bad body, um, uh, discard it uh, and then take another one on. Uh, number two, uh, there is no security in agents of help or harm for they are not certain. Uh, so it is not, the, the reason for this is um, uh, that uh, sometimes uh, people will harm us, sometimes people will help us, uh, so there isn't any um, uh, um, certainty uh, as to whether a, a person will help or harm us. Uh, so um, that's the point of number two, uh, there's no certainty in, in help and no certainty in harm. Sometimes we are helped, sometimes we are harmed. Uh, number three, there is no security in attaining a wonderful condition for what, be, uh, for what is high becomes low. Uh, so uh, the reason for this is that uh, even if we are born in the higher realms of cyclic existence as a god or a human, uh, when that power uh, for that specific life uh, loses its potency, uh, then we will have to uh, take on a different rebirth uh, and generally a low, and uh, usually a lower realm uh, rebirth, uh, a lower rebirth rather. Um, so uh, this is uh, the reason for number three. Uh, there's no security in attaining a wonderful condition because we won't keep it. We will uh, once again uh, fall to the lower realms. Uh, and num then number four, uh, there's no security in, ha in companions. For at death you can go without. Uh, for at death you go without companions. Uh, so uh, um, there's no certainty amongst our friends uh, or those uh, uh, amongst our friends uh, or security uh, that we can be certain of. That's what it is. Security that we can be certain of amongst our friends, uh, because at the time of death we don't have companions. At the time of death, we can't bring them with us. They don't go with us together. Um, so that security, uh, we can't feel secure because we have friends, uh, because we're going to die, and when we do, our friends can't go with us. Uh, so that's uh, the reason for number four. Digsum Rinpoche. And 
the second point uh, is is that the security within our uh, life uh, with our companions um, so the first was that um, at the time of death uh, we can't go together uh, and then the second point that's made about number four uh, is that in this lifetime, uh, uh, even if we um, have someone that we, we stay together with, uh, we have a companion that we're with, um, one, uh, uh, there will be a uh, 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 it will become non-existent, it, uh, the, that relationship, um, just the translators know, because someone will die one of the other will die. So that will become non-existent. Even that relationship, that friendship, that companionship uh, will be uh, separated, will become non-existent. So it says the third of these four refers to being reborn again and again. There is no limit to the stream of rebirths. Uh, So there are limitless uh, rebirths within cyclic existence. So then it says reflect on suffering under this uh, threefold uh, arrangement as well. So this eight suffering, uh, eight types of suffering, the six types of suffering, and the three types of suffering. Rimichae. <laughs> Then do do So reflect on suffering under this three. So I made a, a, a mistake. Reflect on suffering under this threefold arrangement as well. So it says to reflect on the six types of suffering. Uh, but then also reflect on uh, this uh, um, uh, broader explanation, which has the three types of the six faults as well. Mm-hmm. 
um, so when we look at the medium uh, stages of the path uh, to enlightenment, uh, we find a quote from uh, Nagarjuna's uh, letter to a friend that uh, lists these um, six faults. Uh, it makes the point of these uh, six faults uh, and says uh, the fault of uncertainty, the fault of insatiability, the fault of casting off bodies repeatedly, the fault of repeated rebirth, the fault of repeatedly descending from the high, high to low, the fault of having uh, no uh, companions, uh, is uh, uh, where we find these six faults uh, that are, are present, presented here. Uh, so we find uh, the, this in the the Sheqing Lei, Sheqing Delbi Lei. So we find the, the six points uh, presented directly in the letter to a friend. I was just looking at the front here, and it's from the, a commentary, but Rinpoche said that in the direct uh, letter to a friend, we find these six faults presented. Uh, and then uh, it goes on to say that the six faults uh, comprise three types. In cyclic existence, there is no secure basis that you can count on. Uh, and then number two, uh, um, however much you indulge in its pleasures, they will not bring satisfaction in the end. Uh, no matter how many uh, types of happiness you can have uh, in your lifetime, uh, when it is over, those happiness, uh, that happiness can't uh, bring you any kind of satisfaction when you're you're uh, have moved on when you passed on, and then the third is you have been caught in cyclic existence from beginningless time. So since beginningless time, we've had rebirth. Uh, we've been born as humans. We've been born as gods. We've been born in the lower realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so this is the meaning of the three uh, that are presented in the, the uh, medium stage of the path. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so in the medium stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, we find uh, um, a clear explanation of the, uh, uh, it says the first uh, encyclic existence, there is no secure basis that you can count on. Uh, the first has four parts. Uh, so we go back to those four. Uh, there is no security in obtaining a body for you discard uh, bodies uh, repeatedly. Um, so uh, we will sometimes have a human's body uh, and then uh, we won't. And then we'll sometimes have a God's body and then we'll sometimes have a body of a lower realm rebirth. Uh, um, there's no uh, security or certainty. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, there's no certainty uh, if we have this body uh, because we will discard it uh, in the end. Um, so uh, that's, yeah, that's the best way to translate it. There's no certainty uh, uh, when we obtain this body uh, because we've been a god, we've been a human, uh, we've been in the lower realms of cyclic existence and we've discarded all of those bodies. Uh, so that's the reason for the first, uh, and that's the commentary, Rinpoche's commentary together with the points made in the medium stages of the path. Um, uh, so uh, number uh, two, uh, there is no security in agents of help or harm, uh, for they are not certain. Uh, so when we look to the uh, um, medium stages of the path, uh, we find what is the, the meaning of this. Uh, it says that our our fathers become our mothers, uh, mothers become their sons, enemies become friends, friends become enemies. Uh, so we have no security or certainty uh, in agents of help or harm uh, because we see uh, these changes that can take place. Uh, and then number three, uh, there is no security in attaining a wonderful condition for what is high becomes low. 
even if we have become a god uh, or we now have a human realm rebirth, uh, we have no uh, certainty uh, because uh, in the future we will fall to the lower realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so what is high becomes low means that. Um, so there's no uh, um, um, certainty. We aren't certain we have have this. Um, so the yidin is uh, security. So there's no uh, security because this there's this uncertain um, uh, basis. It's not a permanent uh, basis. Uh, then there is no security in companions. For a death, you go without companions. Uh, so this... Uh, uh, our companions cannot stay, uh, we, we cannot stay with our companions permanently. Uh, so uh, that's the meaning of not. <coughs> we can't stay with our friends permanently. สัตย์เหล่าตัวอมิเหล่านี้เชิงดูสัตย์ตัวงาสังกัดเกี่ยวไปเช่นสังสัตย์เนี่ยสัตย์จุดรอสัตย์เกี่ยวตัวอันนั
So the um, we find when we look at the um, uh, feelings, uh, we have uh, uh, happy feelings, we have suffering feelings, uh, and then we have uh, equal um, equal feeling. Uh, so in, in terms of feelings, like uh, and that can be physical, emotional. So in terms of feelings, uh, so uh, it goes through these categories, uh, <coughs> showing that there is uh, the um, uh, feeling of happiness, uh, and then the suffering of change takes place, uh, and then becomes a, a, an actual suffering. Uh, so that happiness turns into uh, or changes into uh, a form of suffering. Uh, so it says, pleasant feelings experienced by be- beings in cyclic existence are like the pleasure felt when cool water is applied to an inflamed boil or carbuncle. Uh, as the temporary feeling fades, the pain reasserts itself. Uh, so if we have some kind of a sore uh, um, uh, and we put a, a cool water on it, uh, we can then at that point uh, feel um, some kind of uh, happy feeling, uh, some kind of uh, pleasurable feeling. Um, and then uh, the suffering of change takes place, uh, and then there is a painful feeling uh, there. Uh, so, 
this is what is meant by that uh, um, that that happiness is uh, temporary. Uh, so the suffering of change will occur because uh, um, it's te- because of that temporary uh, nature. Then it's soa dewa, it's soa dunya. So we have uh, here uh, one example given by Lama Tsongkhapa that says um, uh, the pleasure felt when cool water is applied to an inflamed boil or a carbuncle. As the temporary feeling fades, the pain reasserts itself. So uh, you splash water on this sore, uh, and then you temporarily feel this uh, feeling of happiness. Uh, But then that feeling of happiness that changes and then turns into a suffering feeling. Uh, And then there are many examples. uh, When you're going for a walk, for instance, initially you're going for a walk and it's nice, uh, but then you become tired, it becomes difficult, and you want to sit down. Uh, So the suffering of change has taken place because the walk, which was something which was causing happiness, is then transformed into something that's causing pain, causing suffering. So then you sit down, uh, and if you sit for too long, uh, you want to get up. Uh, so the suffering of change has taken place because you are, uh, um, what was this uh, a feeling of happiness, of sitting down, has now become a, f- a suffering that you want to be relieved of, so you get up. Uh, and then, uh, so that is one example. Uh, and then uh, another is that uh, if, for instance, you are uh, sitting out in the sun, uh, it can be very pleasant when you're sitting out there. Uh, but then you start to get too hot uh, and the sun's rays uh, uh, become too much. Uh, so you then want a parasol or some kind of umbrella to put over your head. Uh, and then you do that uh, and then you want to be back in the sun. Uh, so you see how uh, this uh, um, emotion has uh, changed. You went from the being happy in, in this uh, pleasant in the sun uh, uh, to that becoming a form of pain or suffering and wanting to then uh, have it, it, it change. So this is what uh, uh, the suffering of change is referring to. Uh, and then there are many uh, different examples uh, that we can give to explain this. And then, for instance, also sleeping is very, very pleasant. Uh, but if you sleep too much, uh, uh, there are too long, uh, then a suffering uh, can take place. Do it? Sit. Okay. Uh, again, the, uh, we're sitting in uh, a, a, a comfortable chair, 
uh, and we feel very happy and feel very comfortable. Uh, but then uh, we start to feel that we don't want to stay there anymore uh, and we have to get up. Uh, and now that suffering of change has taken place uh, where we were go- went from it being uh, pleasurable uh, to be- being a-, a state of suffering. There are many examples uh, if, uh, <coughs> give to explain the suffering of change. But then a doubt arises. Lessa. Um, so uh, a doubt arises then, uh, in, and it's presented then here in the text. Uh, is this um, uh, only uh, this uh, suffering of change uh, only related to uh, actual uh, feelings, um, uh, um, actual feelings itself? Uh, or can it relate to something else? So then we find uh, this presentation uh, given here uh, that says, um, let me just read it. This is the called the suffering of change uh, and includes not only the feelings itself, but also the main mind and other mental processes that are similar to it, as well as contaminated objects, uh, which when perceived, give rise uh, to that feeling. Um, So here it is stating that the mind uh, and the mental factors uh, also um, have this uh, suffering of of change. It's not exclusive uh, um, uh, to the... um, uh, the, uh, It's not exclusive to um, just the the feelings itself. Uh, So when we look at uh, um, the, um, the, the, the main mind... Uh, it, there are five uh, uh, things that accompany it. Uh, let me see if these are the ones that are... Yeah, this isn't it. Uh, so that, that accompanying the main mind, there are five. It's uh, just mind, mental factor. Just give me one moment, I'm sorry. It's right here. If I can't find it right away, I'll just get the 
Jamba Mupa Jamba Feeling, uh, okay, so I'm sorry. Uh, so when we look at mental factors, so we have mind uh, and mental factors. Here it's uh, calling them uh, main mind and mental processes. But what that's referring to is mind and mental factors. So we have the mind itself and mental factors, uh, when we look at them in terms of the omnipresent, sorwa, duje, sempa, jripa, yila, cheba. Semba Semba and Lema River. Semba Semba Tuan Tuba Devi Semba to Toyimata. Tuan Semba Devi Sand to Toyimata. Tuan Tuba Devi Sand Semba Yena and then Tuan Tuan Semba Devi Sand to Sanguimata. Toyim Bezer. Send on Sanguimata. What the tongue would do one daughter. Later on your moon gaze, the new Sanjo Soso in Bezin is at Vagina. Later on your moon gavares, the new Sanjo Soso in Bezin, Jesus Cosayorata. Wonder to what daughter. Later on your moon gavai and Gangas in a sense of Sanjo Soso or Sanjo Macho, Macho Sachi non Tatanaman Gavai, but so that's why we need tactile sensation, I see. Okay. Um, so when we look at omnipresent mental factors, uh, there are uh, five. Feeling, uh, discrimination, intention, uh, intention is karma, uh, contact, and then mental engagement. Uh, so it's saying that in this text that uh, the mind uh, and then the mental factors uh, um, are, are divided, uh, also uh, have this uh, feeling. Um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, also have uh, the suffering of change. Uh, so there's a debate that takes place um, that's uh, saying, uh, so is the feeling uh, and tactile, is the tactile sensation, which is uh, the happiness of a tactile sensation, which is the object uh, um, uh, of the happiness of a tactile sa sensation, is it uh, a feeling? Uh, and it's saying uh, the problem with that is is that they are stated in other texts as being mutually uh, ex exclusive, that karma uh, and afflictions are uh, mutually uh, exclusive. Uh, and then here, uh, um, 
um, there were a couple of different points that Rinpoche made that uh, could be uh, contradictory. Um, and so the, uh, uh, so if, so then is the uh, happiness that's uh, perceived by the mind, uh, um, is that happiness uh, then a mental factor? So the mind is happy. At that point when the mind's happy, uh, is that a mental factor because it's a happy feeling? Um, so, but mind and, and the send on semjong gelwayin. So, mind and mental factors are mutually exclusive. Um, so, is the happiness a mind feels a feeling of happiness? Um, but it can't be because the, the happiness of the mind uh, is the, that mental state, is that mind state, uh, and then the mental factor is something that uh, seems to be separate. Uh, so uh, these are just debates that take place. Uh, then part the the parshin shitan leda nyomon gawayin. Gawayin says you are done the kadulte. They are two konam jui duate, two konam ares, jui duate, two konam mai mai je. That on somebody they be jui duate, that on somebody they be sen senjun na dans. That on somebody they be sen dea jui duate, senjun kanga jui duate love duate de duate. Uh, so this uh, is not something that is, is exclusive to uh, feeling. It's something that uh, pervades all of the mind and mental factors. So the suffering of change, this is called the suffering of change and includes not only the feelings itself, feeling itself, uh, but also the main mind and other mental processes uh, that are similar to it as well as the contaminated objects which when perceived give rise to that uh, feeling. So if we look at the, the mind uh, and mental factors, uh, is this uh, then, and we look at it in terms of uh, happiness, are these uh, um, happy feelings, can we say? Um, so this is uh, what we uh, need to look at. So uh, uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, so it is not only the feeling itself that we apply the suffering of change to, but the, all of the mind and mental factors uh, as well as the objects uh, that uh, um, contaminated objects uh, um, that one perceives under the category of the suffering of change. So the mind, the mental factors, and then the objects that are perceived by that, the contaminated objects that are perceived. So when we read this, we have a lot of uh, um, doubts that come out. So we say, uh, the mind is the suffering of change, the mental factors are the suffering of change, uh, the object uh, um, that is apprehended is the suffering of change. Uh, so for instance, the form 
that we uh, apprehend by our eye consciousness uh, is the suffering uh, of change. Uh, so, it, uh, so all these doubts arise uh, when we say, um, so uh, if mind uh, and mental factors are mutually exclusive, um, then the suffering of change is a, a feeling uh, um, of some sort. Uh, then how can this be? So we just have to um, investigate uh, and that way we can clarify uh, any doubts that we have. So in Jayan Sheva's commentary, he doesn't get into this. Is this a, a happy feeling uh, or not a happy feeling? Uh, so um, uh, it doesn't get into this debate about uh, feeling, which is a mental factor, uh, and, and so forth. Um, so we also find uh, um, from Ngawang Rapje Chempo uh, uh, a question that says that the Ngawang Rapje Chempo that Sorwa Dewa Okay, so, Ngawa Rapje Chembo has a similar uh, sentiment as Pension uh, Sunandrapa uh, that it says that the, ob the contaminated object uh, is not the suffering of change uh, because it's not a feeling. Uh, and, uh, um, and then Pension uh, Sunandrapa uh, says that the suffering of change uh, is a, a feeling of some sort, uh, a, a, is a happy feeling. So the suffering of change is defined as a uh, happy feeling. Uh, and then uh, this is where the debate comes up. If the suffering of change is defined as a happy feeling, uh, and then a feeling is a mental factor, mind and mental factors are mutually exclusive. So just that's a synopsis of the, the problem. Um, and so... Uh, w w this section right here gives rise to certain doubts about what it means. Uh, so if we can uh, know these, that it uh, makes us uh, more content. Understand these things, it makes us more content. Jetayu 
Jujiji so uh, number two uh, is the suffering of pain. Uh, when a painfully inflamed boil makes contact with an irritant such as salt water, it is agonizing. This is how you recognize the feeling of pain. Painful feelings like this constitute the suffering of pain because as soon as they arise, the body and mind are tormented, as in the case of uh, kidney pain. Also, as explained above, the suffering of pain is not just the feeling. It is also the mind, it, the, it is the mind, the mental factors, and then the contaminated object, which when perceived give rise to that feeling. Uh, so, uh, Rinpoche explained that to be the meaning of the final sentence there. Um, so, uh, when we uh, have uh, um, some kind of a pain uh, in our mind uh, or our body, um, uh, um, some kind of suffering that is pain in our mind or our body, uh, emotional pain or uh, physical pain, uh, then this is uh, the, the, that feeling of pain uh, is the suffering uh, of pain. Then Jayan Sheba Sache, the Natsu Kabale song. Sadi on 
So, um, when we look at these mind and, and mental factors and these uh, objects that are perceived, uh, we have to say that it's the feeling that it is an accompanying uh, the mind. Uh, so this is how we would word it. It's a feeling that's accompanying the mind, accompanying the perceived object, uh, accompanying uh, the mental factors. Uh, so uh, this is uh, how we would explain that. Uh, so just back to this, the suffering of pain. When a painfully inflamed boil makes contact with an irritant such as salt water, it is agonizing. This is how you recognize the feeling of pain. Painful feelings like this constitute the suffering of pain because as soon as they arise, the body and the mind are tormented, as in the case of kidney pain. Also, as explained above, the suffering of pain uh, is not just the feeling. So it's also uh, the mind and mental factors uh, and uh, the uh, contaminated objects uh, uh, which, when perceived, uh, give rise to that feeling. Um, so. Uh, we would say uh, the same thing about the suffering of pain as we did about the suffering of change in, in that at that place. So, uh, we've gone through, uh, if we're going to Giant Sheba's commentary, the uh, categories of seven, we've gone through the um, uh, feelings of happiness, uh, feelings of suffering, and now we arrived at neutral feelings. Uh, and this neutral feelings is under the, the suffering of conditionality, the pervasive compounded suffering uh, section. It says, contaminated neutral feelings are like an inflamed boil, which is in the contact with neither soothing nor irritating substances. Uh, because these feelings coexist with dysfunctional uh, tendencies, 
they constitute the suffering of conditionality, which, as explained above, does not refer to feelings of alone. So uh, the, these uh, are the karma and the afflictions uh, that give rise to this uh, suffering of conditionality. um, are uh, also in the, the case uh, not just the feelings but also in the mind the mental factors and then the uh, contaminated objects which when perceived give rise to that feeling um, so uh, as before stated um, it means the same here it means the same as was stated before uh, in, in the suffering of change uh, section so we've gone through the first three under the section of the uh, bodhisattva levels um, uh, um, and we went through the suffering of uh, um, change uh, a happy feeling, the suffering of pain, a painful feeling, and then the suffer, suffering of conditionality, the a neutral feeling section. Uh, so now uh, we move on. Hamijawatuji <laughs> Shimana uh, so we've uh, so then it says uh, um, insofar as the suffering of conditionality is affected by previous karma as well as the afflictions and coexists with seeds that will produce future suffering and affliction it coexists with persistent dysfunctional tendencies so the suffering of conditionality uh, coexists uh, with the uh, previous karma and then the afflictions. Uh, uh, that then produce uh, future types of suffering uh, and then also more afflictions which then produce future karma which produce future suffering. Um, so the, this is the uh, suffering of conditionality. Uh, and the Kanga Sumba. 
What is okay, it? This, uh, is all uh, is covered by number three, uh, neutral feelings. Now we move to four. Uh, so number four uh, in Jayan Sheva's outline shows how uh, in dependence upon the happy feelings, uh, the um, uh, uh, in dependence upon these feelings, uh, uh, these three types of feelings, the three poisons arise. So in dependence upon a happy feeling, uh, the poison of uh, attachment arises. Uh, in dependence upon uh, an unhappy uh, feeling uh, um, uh, or a painful feeling, uh, rather uh, than uh, um, anger, uh, the poison of anger arises. Uh, and in dependence upon this neutral feeling, uh, ignorance arises. Uh, so we find then number four is this connection with these three types of feelings to the three poisons. Uh, so it says, thus, attachment increases when a pleasant feeling arises, and hostility increases when pain arises. Ignorance increases when you misapprehend the body, 
which is part of a dysfunctional situation that is neither pleasant nor painful, as permanent when it is in fact impermanent. Attachment gives rise to suffering such as future rebirth in the five realms and the realms of hell beings, hungry ghosts, animals, humans, and deities. Hostility brings about suffering such as a sorrow in this life as well as the future suffering of the miserable realms. While ignorance acts in such a way to maintain in existence the sufferings produced by the other two, attachment and hostility. Therefore, attachment ceases when you see pleasant feelings uh, as suffering. In the case of painful feelings, hostility ceases when you consider that since uh, these aggregates of body and mind are a collection of causes for suffering, painful feelings arise from them just as a physical just as physical affliction does. Uh, in the case of neutral feelings, ignorance ceases when you see that they are impermanent, inexhaustible, and perishable in nature. Uh, in this way, you prevent the three feelings from giving rise to the three mental poisons. I have determined these points in accordance with the compendium of determinations and the levels of yogic uh, deeds. Um, so, uh, we see that in dependence upon uh, happy feelings, uh, so, for instance, um, uh, um, uh, we, we have some uh, pleasurable feeling, uh, and then we become attached uh, in some way. Uh, and if we have some uh, painful feeling, we become very angry in some sort of way. Uh, and if we have this uh, neutral feeling, this gives rise to ignorance. And the ignorance that's uh, being referred to here uh, is the ignorance of, that grasps at this is, uh, things as being permanent. Uh, the ignorance of the uh, karma and its results, uh, the ignorance of the nature of reality. Um, so these are the types of ignorance that uh, arise from this is a neutral feelings. Um, so uh, let me just make sure all the points uh, were made. So it says. Uh, yeah, grasping at the body as being this permanent is ignorant. Nay, <laughs> Chivalasubit, <laughs> Not 
Um, so uh, number four actually ends at um, as permanent when it is in fact impermanent. Uh, so that's number four. Um, all the commentary uh, um, is exact for number four. It's just it ends right there. And then number five um, starts, uh, and it's the uh, what these give rise to. So it says, attachment gives rise to suffering, such as future rebirth in the five realms, the realms of hell beings, hungry ghosts, animals, humans, and deities. Uh, so if we look at uh, the six realms of cyclic existence, and we take the demigods uh, and put them into the gods' realm, uh, then we have five realms of cyclic existence. It says hostility brings about... Uh, so attachment gives rise to suffering, such as future rebirth in the five realms. Uh, hostility brings about suffering, sh- such as sorrow in this life, as well as future suffering of the miserable realm. So hostility, anger, it's some translated as also hatred. It's translated as sometimes, um, but it's all talking about the same thing, and it's that's that second poison. Uh, and it brings about suffering in this life and then suffering in our future lives when we experience the lower realms of cyclic existence. It says, while ignorance acts in a way as to maintain in existence the sufferings produced by the other two. So it's the basis for dependence upon this ignorance, the other two uh, arise. Uh, so these, uh, this attachment uh, to happy feelings and this uh, anger or hostility towards uh, unhappy or painful feelings. Uh, is arisen from and dependence upon uh, this neutral feeling, which is referring to the um, uh, ignorance, uh, and then the ignorance is ignorance of the nature of reality and ignorance of karma and its results. So, in dependence upon that, we have rise to attachment and, and anger or hatred. <laughs> Nengale Oh, okay. 
So number six um, uh, shows uh, um, how uh, um, they cease. So it says, therefore, attachment ceases when you see pleasant feelings uh, as suffering. Uh, In the case of, uh, so one sees that the happy feelings are actually suffering feelings, uh, so then the attachment to happy feelings ceases. Um, Then number two, uh, in the case of painful feelings, so this is all number six, in the case of painful feelings, hostility ceases when you consider that since these aggregates of body and mind are a collection of causes for suffering, uh, painful feelings arise from them just as physical uh, affliction does. Uh, So this is number two, uh, and this is how you get get rid of the... um, uh, anger or hostility towards um, painful feelings, uh, and then how we get uh, rid of the um, ignorance of neutral, that, uh, that comes from neutral feelings, uh, is by, in the case of neutral feelings, ignorance ceases when you see that they are impermanent, exhaustible, uh, and perishable uh, in nature. Uh, so this is how we get rid of the um, Ignorance that is from ただね、年中しびさたん。ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、ば、ね、
doğa, doğun anıgından doğa, doğalı son And then there's one more sentence still in number six. Uh, in the case of neutral feelings, ignorance ceases when you see that Im uh, permanent, exhaustible, uh, imperishable in nature. In this way, you prevent the three feelings from giving rise to the three mental poisons. Uh, and then the number seven is the origin of this. Uh, so uh, we also have to correct that um, from before. Uh, it says, I have explained these points uh, in accordance with uh, the compendium of determinations uh, and the levels of yogic deeds. Um, so uh, this is uh, referring to um, uh, the, the text by uh, Master Asanga. Uh, and when we look at those texts, there are the five uh, um, uh, treatises on the levels uh, and then the two compendiums. Uh, so we have the uh, compendium of uh, uh, trainings, uh, or the, this is the uh, compendium of determinations, it's called here, and then the uh, compendium of the uh, Mahayana. Uh, um, let me see, I actually think that that's... Uh, so, I'm sorry, Compendium of Knowledge and the Compendium of Mahayana. The, com this, the Compendium of Mahayana, uh, which is called uh, Teba Chambi Dua, is uh, um, translated, I think, here as the Compendium of Determinations. Uh, and then there's also the Compendium of Knowledge, uh, which is the Guntu. Uh, and then there are the five treatises on the, the levels. Uh, the levels of yogic practice, the compendium of uh, ascertainments, the compendium of bases, compendium of enumerations, and the compendium uh, of uh, explanations. Uh, so this is uh, what it's referring to, uh, and I apologize for for, um, for the um, mistranslating that. Um, uh, it was the uh, um, levels of <coughs> yogic deeds, not the bodhisattva levels. Um, so uh the the section uh that has on the the um uh, the, according to the levels of yogic deeds uh, and uh, the compendium, uh, which Jayan Sheba has uh, seven categories of, is now completed. And now we mil move on to the middle way uh, philosophy section. <laughs> Mooney, <laughs> Tangas <laughs> 
那是，可多钱那么着？那是，那是。你往那边碰不一块呀？这是可够吧？这是多，多钱哇？这是你往那边碰不多吧？这是多，那那是多钱哇？那么多，啥钱的嘛？多，我多少嘛？多钱哇？
because the aggregates are firmly embedded in dysfunctional tendencies of suffering and the afflictions, the suffering of conditionality is still present, and therefore myriad sufferings are just on the verge of arising in countless ways. Therefore, since the suffering of conditionality pervades all the suffering and is the root of the other two types of suffering, meditate on it often in order to become disenchanted with it. Uh, so here it's uh, the reason, uh, so this is where this term uh, so this term is the suffering of conditionality. We usually use pervasive compounded suffering um, because this type of suffering, it's called ch uh, chapa duje. Uh, chapa means it pervades it. Um, so, uh, so this is why we use this word pervasive because it pervades all types of suffering. It pervades the suffering, um, feelings of ha happy feelings, uh, it pervades uh, feelings of suffering. Uh, so uh, we find that if there is suffering there, there is this pervasive compounded suffering present. Uh, and that's why it is named as such, um, because it pervades these things. Uh, so uh, um, if there is the suffering of con uh, pervasive compounded suffering, there's the suffering of change and pain there as well. So lower, uh, below this, there's uh, quite a bit to go over, so in the future, uh, we'll go over it again. Uh, so uh, so it's just a little bit more to go over, and then we get into the individual suffering section. All right, so we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. And uh, if that was at all confusing, the, the topic matter from the, the commentary side was difficult, um, and I did the best of my ability, and I think that it was you know, mostly correct with terms and so forth. If I left anything out, I apologize. It was the first time I'm hearing some of this within that commentary. So we have the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I ask this is a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular, the spiritual teachings of Venerable Lozan Drapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all the virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In pure land surrounded by snow, the source of all benefit and happiness, all powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensir Wandak, holder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance, the two